Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard, everybody, from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada. Thanks for tuning in today. Today, Rudy is in Chicago, while Mary and I are coming to you from our New York area studio. And after today's live broadcast, we're all headed across the pond to Dublin. Next week, we'll be broadcasting from two different locations simultaneously, as Mary and I join you from historic Ashford Castle, while Rudy, he's going to be in Meath on Ireland's ancient East Trail. But that's next weekend, and this is this weekend, uh, and we've got a very good show for you today. So good day, Mary. Good day, Rudy. And good day, Robert. Hello. Rudy, how's that Windy City treating you? Well, I got to tell you, I saw my first daffodils of the season here because they're certainly not out in Minnesota. Thermostat's going to reach above 70 this weekend, so Chicago is really alive. But I wanted to tell you, on Friday, I visited one of Amazon's new experiments. It's actually a bricks and mortars Amazon bookstore in downtown Chicago's uh, uber-hip Lakeview neighborhood where the Cubs won the pennant last summer. So all the books are arranged with the covers showing. You don't see any spines of the books like you do in most bookstores. And each book has a neatly typed capsule review under it and a rating of its popularity based on the feedback that you know buyers give books when they buy them online there's a Stumptown coffee shop inside of course a cozy kids book reading area and a huge display of kindles anyway it's a very cool retail operation there are only four there are only five or six now in the country but uh, keep in mind that Amazon because they sell so many books online they know what books are most popular in each specific city so they can put those out and ones that are related to them and uh, feature those that readers of their popular books might like as well. So it's a very attractive concept. I was very curious to see their step back in time to a brick and mortar. Well, I know Mary, operation. she would love the Stumptown Coffee, but but is it a large uh, place? No, it's not too large. It's not a huge Barnes & Noble, uh, what few Barnes & Noble there are remaining. No, it's not large, It's but it's very nicely, it's, it's very... Yeah, hmm. it's very today. Interesting, um, yeah, well, that you see the covers, no spines. Yeah. Well, Amazon usually yeah. does things right, so that, yeah. that's uh, uh, yeah. I'll have to check that out. All right, so but, of course, they made their reputation putting bookstores out of business. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that. <laughs> it so, is you ironic. Know what? I guess we have to give them a little credit here for, for opening bookstores now. Yeah, but they're not stocking oh. a lot because they're showing the covers. Right, yeah, but there are a lot of, I mean, there are a lot okay. of books. I mean, but it's not, yeah. not a massive bookstore, you're right. All right, well, since you've been out there in Chicago now a few days, Rudy, have you made it to one of my favorite places, uh, the Chicago Chop House, uh, or maybe uh, get yourself a Giordano's uh, or Lou Malnati's deep dish pizza? God, you've got, I haven't. No, I'm a total failure. I'm a total failure. I haven't. <laughs> well, all right, so you got to do that before you head over, before we see you. All right, uh, before we share a quick rundown, uh, I want to alert everyone that new polls went up this week on RudyMaxa.com. And the questions we're currently asking are, you know, what OTA, that's the online travel agency, do you use most? And what's your most appealing type of beverage travel? I was humored when I saw that up there. Um, any guess what's in the lead right now from either one of you? Wine. Mm, Expedia. Uh, I, I cheated. I checked. Okay. Well, I checked. Well, I checked wine wine is night. in the lead for beverage travel, yeah. followed by coffee plantations. But, Rudy, uh, Expedia and Kayak are tied right now at 27 Oh, interesting. Kayak's tied. Wow. I'm surprised. Huh. Yeah, so um, there you and go. coffee is right behind wine. It is ahead yeah. of beer. Yeah, uh, micro brew is pretty mm. far down the list. Okay. So okay, Rudy, what do you got? 
Oh, let's see. We got some. Uh, is Mary going to uh, do Actually, what's it's coming me, up? I think. Hour? Yeah, let's talk yeah, about sorry. what's coming up. We'll yeah. take you to Istanbul and talk with food and wine writer Demet Guaze about eating on trails and in the wild. For segment three this hour, historian Chris Anderson joins us to discuss military and history travel opportunities with Stephen Ambrose Tours. Show friend Kurt Knutson, the cyber guy who uh, you can see on Fox News and Fox Business, is here this hour. And towards the end of the hour, Anna Matson with a hotel group in Sweden will tell us why they think a stay at one one of their hotels can fix your marriage. And then next hour, Hilton CMO Geraldine Kalpin checks in with us, and we'll also answer some listener emails you've been sending to us on a fairly regular basis, so we'll get to that today. But as always, let's start with some news. Rudy? Uh, I've got some news. Well, news leaked out this week that the TSA is considering what I'd certainly call extreme vetting of foreign visitors to the states who come from countries that require a visa to visit the United States. Authorities are considering asking visitors to turn over their cell phones so the TSA can download all their contacts that they'd screen against a list of dangerous people. And visitors may be asked to provide the password to their social media so the TSA can see if they post any incendiary items or are friends with any bad guys. Now, the flip side, Robert and Mary, of this, of course, is that any countries we impose this on will likely do the same to incoming U.S. citizens, most of whom I'd wager will not want to reveal their phone book or social media pages to some other government authorities. So watch this space. It could get tricky. Be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Could. Huh. Uh, real quick, I'll say I was surprised to learn this week that American Airlines, they're going to be discontinuing their flights between New York and San Juan on August 22nd. The carrier actually has flown this route since 1971 uh, after it acquired Trans-Caribbean Airlines. The route is being dropped for what they say is market conditions. JetBlue currently flies there with five daily round trips. I know Delta flies there. Um, and United has three, but uh, no more American uh, to San Juan, which has been a wow. big Wow. That was like a hub for them for the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah exactly. How are they going to feed all those other American Well, I think they still are going to fly from Dallas and Miami oh, okay. and Miami Chicago, and but, but New York, uh, that surprises me. Hmm. Surprises me, too. All right. Well, just in time for spring break. April is a big month for that. And um, Disney's Magic Kingdom has made significant security changes. They have moved the front gate of the theme park. Uh, they've moved a checkpoint there. Uh, to the Transportation and Ticket Center, where guests will go through metal detectors before getting on the monorail or ferries. Guests staying at hotels, part of the Disney property, will access the monorail circuit. Um, they'll have to go through separate security checkpoints before boarding, and an additional checkpoint will also be installed to check bags of guests arriving at the park via the bus. Uh, the hope here is that by adding several additional security checkpoints at various locations, this will alleviate the massive lines found at the park's main gate. Or just put the so, lines in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> just <laughs> so, make more lines. I'm curious to see how that works out. So anyway. Um, all right. What's next? Let's see. Well, London and French officials announced that they will be uniting forces and collaborating to attract international visitors to both cities, both in the tourism and the business sector. The agreement launches in 2018 and for the first time will showcase London and Paris to overseas visitors. So we'll see. How that goes. That'll be uh, interesting marketing. It will be. Two uh, very great cities. So. Yeah, it will. Did you see, Rudy, this week that um, Harrison Ford is not going to face any penalties for mistakenly landing on that taxiway in Southern California uh, at the John Wayne Airport back in February? No, I wonder what would happen if I had landed a plane. Well, that's one. my point. Listen, do you think fame had something to do with this? <laughs> I, I, so. I would, you know. Uh, and that was and, a near miss. Yeah, he did. He literally, mm -hmm. folks. I mean, he, land, he came right in on the taxiway, right over a jet. Mm -hmm. So, Rudy, what do you got? 
Oh, just a quick item. Um, you know, most travelers are familiar with this new rule involving carrying on any electronic devices larger than your cell phone. If you're coming into the United States from certain, certain Middle Eastern and Northern African countries. But uh, the European aviation regulator this week raised the question, might these devices, which are powered by lithium batteries, accidentally catch on fire in the luggage hold of an airplane? And uh, the Americans say, oh, it's not going to be a problem. Well, except for England, no other European country, by the way, has adopted these rules that America has. All right. Nice to have you here in the house with me and Robert and Mary. You're tuned to Rudy Max's World with the Carries after the break. We're going to meet a woman who knows all about food and the history of food that armies eat and expeditions to the Antarctica. Stay with us. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at Travel. We're coming right back. Nowadays, it's easier than ever to visit Ireland with the number of direct flights from major U.S. cities. Sample art, culture, and great restaurants in cosmopolitan Dublin. Immerse yourself in 5,000 years of Irish history through the wonders of the ancient East Trail. Head to the West Coast and discover one of the most stunning road journeys in the world, the Wild Atlantic Way, offering soaring cliffs, hidden beaches, and buzzing local towns. There's even the lively city of Belfast in the north. Plan your trip today at Ireland.com. That's Ireland.com or check out RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Just a few years ago, to protect your family or small business, you had to spend a lot of money on a lot of complicated security products. A tangled mess of wires, a long-term contract, and a complex system. Now, thanks to Simply Safe, protecting what matters to you is simple. You get 24-7 professional monitoring, one system, and a high-definition security camera. There's no drilling, no wires, and no long-term contracts. Go to simplysaferudy.com to save 10% off your security system. That's simplysaferudy.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Has your internal sleep clock adjusted to the time change? You wouldn't have to worry about that with a Casper mattress. You'd get a great night's sleep every night. Its two high-tech foams provide all the comfort and support you need. It ships for free in a box so small, making it easy to get to your bedroom. Plus, you can try your Casper for 100 nights risk-free. Don't love it? They'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress by using code RUDY at Casper.com. Or, as always, you can visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors, terms, and conditions apply. Allergy congestion, cut grass, cat on the sofa, dust in the carpet. Whenever allergy congestion makes you feel trapped, break through with Allegra D for 5-in-1, 24-hour multi-symptom relief. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine with a powerful decongestant for fast relief that starts working in just one hour. Break through allergy congestion with Allegra D. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. Rudy, Robert, and Mary call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. And this segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysaferudy.com. No, I don't own the company. That's 
Rudy has just added on there to get you a discount. Now, just a couple of years ago, if you wanted to protect your family or small business, you had to spend a lot of money on a lot of complicated products. You'd be forced into a long-term contract, securing your location with a tangled mess of wires, buttons, and switches. It was complicated and expensive. But now, thanks to SimplySafeRudy.com, protecting what matters to you is simple. They're blowing the roof off the security industry. SimplySafe takes all the elements of good security and streamlines them into one amazing system. 24-7 professional monitoring, powerful sensors, and a high-definition security camera. And this HD camera is brilliant. In the event of a break-in, it automatically starts recording, so you'll get cold, hard evidence for the police sent right to your smartphone. Plus, you can live stream HD footage anytime you want to. Think about that the next time you leave the kids home alone or with the babysitter or your way on vacation. Want to check on a pet while at work? Well, now you can. For protection you can really trust, go to simplysaferudy.com. Simply is spelled with an I, by the way, not with a Y. Simplysaferudy.com. That's simplysaferudy.com. Or look at rudymax.com under sponsors. And if you order today, you'll save 10%. Well, you know, I may be misquoting him slightly, but uh, Napoleon once said that uh, armies move on their stomachs, meaning that if there's not an adequate supply of food and, uh, or logistical supply of food, it ain't much of an army. And a woman who knows that very well is my next guest. Her name is Dr. Demet Guize, and she, uh, we reach her in Istanbul, but she lives in Verona, Italy, and she has written a brand new book titled Food on Foot, A History of Eating on Trails and in the Wild. Dr. Guize, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here today. Hi, Rudy. Thank you. Nice uh, being here. Well, what I like about your book is, of, of course, I mean, everybody talks about the extreme examples, including you. I mean, the Donner Party that had to resort to cannibalism in the American West and when they got stuck in the Sierra Nevada mountains for four months. That's a particular kind of food for sure. But uh, you, you, you trace this history of the importance, um, whether you're on a pilgr religious pilgrimage or you're going to the South Pole, the importance of food and what people take and what they forget to take. How did you get interested in this? Well, originally I wanted to write a book about food in the mountains because I'm a passionate mountaineer, if I may say so, or let's say that enthusiast of mountaineering. And I, I've always found it very particular how people um, survive but also enjoy food in the mountains, how they organize themselves, what do they take, whether it's a full kitchen on horses or just some gels and more practical uh, freeze-dried foods. And from there, it grew into different landscapes and different historical uh, timelines. And, and I wrote a book about uh, also pilgrims, also um, uh, street food a little bit, and what the explorers ate on, in deserts. So it grew and uh, became wider and I think more interesting for a general public. Well, did you have this interest before you went to uh, the Champagne region in France and got a diploma in gastronomy and, or became a food <laughs> and wine writer? Yes, I've studied food for as long as I can remember. But uh, my interest peaked in when I was at the university in Istanbul here and when we went to the mountains with my friends. Because there, of course, I couldn't imagine being a writer at that moment, but I was studying food engineering. And, uh, yeah, we were taking all these foods that we, uh, we could feel at home in the mountains. And uh, that's basically also what I see in, uh, in the research that I've done. People take their culture to the mountains, people or other landscapes, and this way they feel a little bit at home wherever they are. Let's talk a little about food on the sea. Why, I, I was interested to learn in reading your book that scurvy, well, uh, scurvy, of course, was a big problem for uh, mm -hmm. sailors who were out and away from land sources for food for a long time, for fruit specifically. I was surprised to see that actually somebody figured out the scurvy thing long before s sailors actually adapted taking either concentrated juice or lemons and limes and oranges with them. What took so long for them to figure it out? I mean, since, since uh, uh, smart people already had. <laughs> yeah, it 
incredible because, well, actually it was kind of a mystery until 1930s when scientists finally figured that there's something called vitamin C, which they named uh, ascorbic acid, basically something against scurvy or scorby, uh, something anti-scorbutic, let's say. Um, what they've seen is that it was an effect of eating tinned foods. So they thought there's so something let's, let's in back, tinned foods. Tinned food means... Like um, like conserved foods, you know, uh, uh, canned The British foods. sailors would pack in tins. Exactly. In but short, no fruit. Years, yeah, there was no fruit in it. And it was, anyway, even if they were fruits, they would be pasteurized, so no vitamins would survive. So they thought these tinned foods had some problem in it, but actually they excluded what they needed, which was vitamin C. And it wasn't known at the moment, so it was a mystery. They thought, okay, there's something happening that people are getting swollen uh, joints or gums, they feel weak, and they have blindness and even a sudden death. So it was quite dramatic because imagine they were on the road for like two years or more. And in the, in the early 19, um, uh, 1900s, they started understanding the link between fresh vegetables, fruits, and meat and uh, scurvy. And finally, they realized some fruits and vegetables have more of this ingredients. They didn't discover yet that it was vitamin C and started supplying the, the trip yeah. with them. Like and I think we, we joke about scurvy, but it was really serious. My guest is uh, yeah. Dr. Demet uh, Guze. She's a PhD with a freelance food and writing career, but she's published numerous articles about food biophysics and gastronomica. Uh, let's talk a little, well, okay, let, let, let's just hit, because we only have about five minutes left or four minutes left. Let's talk a little about some of the more extreme problems with food. I mentioned the Donner Party, which had to resort to cannibalism. They got stuck in the mountains, uh, in, okay. in, the, in the Sierra Nevada mountains here in the U.S. Then there was that climb to Mount Everest, um, and yeah. they took something called a luxury box. What's a luxury box? <laughs> yeah, that sounds very interesting, but also uh, all of us could relate to uh, the need of a such a thing. Imagine that this is 1950s, and people still hadn't climbed Mount Everest. There was a big race. Every nation wanted to be the first, and the British had quite a lead in that. And um, in that trip of Hillary and Tenzing, which was the successful one in the end, their mm-hmm. expedition doctor asked everyone what kind of food they would like to be included in a luxury box to be consumed later in the high altitudes, because in high altitudes, appetite is a problem. People really don't feel like eating. And when I say high altitude, that's uh, basically beyond uh, 8,000 meters. And uh, people um, wanted to have things like cookies and candies and uh, um, something called candle mint bar. It's a very British uh, product. And milk powder, sardines or tinned fruit, um, things that they they wanted to experience in that altitude. And with this kind of an aspiration, with this kind of uh, anticipation, they found the morale. They let them take that? Yeah, exactly. Well, in the lower camps, they ate normal foods like rice and potatoes and and army foods, like normal uh, other mountaineering trips did. But uh, they were allowed to have their luxury box. And I think all other nations did the same, but they would have, for example, the French would have their saucisson, and uh, and later on, the, the Russians would have their caviar, uh, not in the 1950s in the Everest uh, trip, but... Uh, so I found that everybody has their own luxury box. When, I'm just when surprised. I'm just surprised when you you have to carry all this stuff. Well, of course they had bearers, yeah. but uh, then there was Ahmed's <laughs> trip uh, re- really quickly to the South Pole, and and he prevented scurvy and starvation by feeding the sled dogs to other dogs, and later to his men as a source of fresh meat. Was that because they hadn't planned well enough, or were they stuck in bad weather? 
Actually, that's because they plant so well. It's fascinating. That was he part was of the, the plan? First one. Yeah, that was part of the plan. Eat he actually dogs. took um, some very boring food at the time. Pemmican, which is dried meat uh, mixed with gr- uh, fat, um, biscuits, and milk powder, chocolate, butter, cheese. So very dull but uh, highly concentrated food in, in small in volume and high in calories. But then he supplemented it with uh, 52 huskies for him and his five men. And... Uh, towards the end of the trip, he was expecting that they would kill some of these huskies and feed it to the other dogs, and oh, also some of them to his men. And they had dog cutlets, they called it. And they boiled the meat and ate, and it was quite tasty. So men left, uh, they came back from this trip uh, as healthy as uh, when they left. But with fewer dogs. With fewer dogs. Oh, my goodness. Somewhere in America, dog lovers going, no, I didn't know this. Um, And then, you know, I've seen paintings of Victoria women climbing mountains and they weren't wearing cool uh, Patagonia outfits. They were they had hats and dresses. And uh, you you discovered they took food and wine, tons of food and wine with them when they climbed the Alps. We got about 30 seconds left. Am I right? Okay, yeah, that's that's very correct. Because the Victorians had a romantic idea of the mountains. They almost thought that it's like a big picnic out there. Even when they went above 10,000 feet, they took legs of mutton, ox tongues, fowls, loaves of bread, wine, champagne, even a pigeon to send from, uh, from the summit to say that they've achieved it. Which I presume you don't do when you go mountain climbing, doctor. No, <laughs> no barely. <laughs> That is, that's just amazing. And they took no oxygen, of course, because they couldn't do that. Well, it was important they have pate, I say. Dr. Demetta Guise is a freelance food and wine writer. Her new book is called Food on Foot, A History of Eating on Trails and in the Wild. And remember what Napoleon said, army marches on its stomach. Uh, and if you don't got the food, you don't got no army. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Take care. Have a nice time in Istanbul. Coming up next, Chris Anderson. He's a Stephen Ambrose uh, historical tours spokesperson. He's a historian with them. The Carries will be interviewing him, and don't touch that dial. Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere MyPillows that are perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners, enter promo code RUDY, or visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Do you think identity theft is only when someone adds charges to your credit card? It's actually when someone pretends to be you to open new accounts in your name. LifeLock can help. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a range of identity threats. If you have a problem, they have a team of U.S.-based specialists who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Membership starts at $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RUDY, and get 10% off or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at broodingmaxa.com 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome back for segment three, everyone. Robert and Mary, we're here with you again from our New York area studio. Before we get to our guest, historian Chris Anderson with Stephen Ambrose Historical Tours to talk travel, we want to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by the team at FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel. Sign up for the free weekly email of special secret offers exclusively for members of our audience. And when you do, you'll be saving 25%, 35%, 50% or more on your next international vacation. All you need to do is go to FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel to sign up. And wherever your next international trip is going to take you, Friendly Planet has the perfect vacation to fit any budget or interest, and all of their trips include things like airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, and more. Get your secret deals to save considerable money when you sign up for weekly email alerts at friendlyplanet.com travel, or find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'd be curious to know how many of you listening have read Stephen Ambrose's book, Band of Brothers. It was also made into a well-known miniseries, and it's hard to believe it's been 25 years since this extraordinary story of ordinary men who fought during World War II was published. If you're a history buff, if you enjoy the military, or blending these two for travel entices you, then I think you'll find this segment interesting. Stephen Ambrose Historical Tours offers trips celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Band of Brothers, the 75th anniversary of D-Day Tours, and the 100th anniversary of World War I Tours. Here to tell us all about it is Chris Anderson. Chris, we hope you're enjoying a nice weekend. Thanks for joining Mary and me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, I was just listening to Mary share your intro, hearing about the Band of Brothers 25th Anniversary Tour, the upcoming 75th Anniversary D-Day Tour, the 100th Anniversary World War I Tour. These are some very historic and powerful paths that you're going to be retracing. Uh, tell us about them. Well, I mean, um, they, uh, in their own way, kind of speak to some of the, well, the biggest moments of the 20th century. They all have different focuses. Um, but the idea is to uh, bring people back to places where... Um, really the, the world changed completely and forever and to allow people to learn a little bit more about them and, and to bear witness to some really important events and terrific people. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to be going through some really, I mean, just so, as I just said, some powerful places of the 20th century. What's the response so far to the tours? I mean, I'm, I'm sure pretty, pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, um, one of the things that's amazing to me, having done this for so long, is that interest, if anything, continues to grow. You know, we did the first Band of Brothers trip 20 or so years ago, and we thought, well, maybe we'll do it once or twice, um, and, and they continue, and other people do them, and uh, interest in Normandy only continues to grow, and now with the centenary anniversaries of World War I, um, interest in that continues to grow, so um, people are, are, are interested in history. So, Chris, um, on that note, I mean, we're a big history buffs here on the show, and we actually have two teenage sons who, thankfully, um, we're pretty pleased, love history. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think they can outrun us on many... At this point, on and, many, and, and, uh, and yes, we love history, they're, so... They're yeah. pretty good, but I'm curious, on that note, do you get a lot of families with teens? Do you see millennials interested in these tours? People that really don't have a direct link to some of these things in history? Very much so, and I mean, I think that's uh, one of the encouraging signs is um, we always have younger people, millennials, and even younger. Um, I've just come back from a trip to Iwo Jima, and of the 30 people, I'd say well, maybe 10 to 12 of them were, were under 30. So hmm, um, good to that's know. an encouraging sign. Absolutely. So let's just touch a little bit on Band of Brothers and the tour. It's based on Stephen Ambrose's book, as we mentioned, and certainly a popular miniseries came out of that. What is so special about that? I'd rather you tell us, from what I do know, there are a lot of stories that you have that go back to the research that Stephen did directly from vets and, and paratroopers. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the well, the two things that make the, the tour special. I mean, the the first is combination of the research that Dr. Ambrose did, and then my own close association with the veterans. I don't think that they're. It's a chance to to really personally get to know these guys. Um, mm-hmm. They shared things with us over the years that you know don't come in a book. Right. You can't you know. Um, so there's that personal connection to it, and the other great appeal to the band of brothers no matter which trip or you take or how you get there is you're focusing on one small group of people which makes it easier to kind of understand the bigger picture it's either easier to digest 12 or 15 or 20 guys as opposed to 100 or a thousand or um so you know during that trip you learn an awful lot about the history of the war but you really get to know that that group of men and it becomes very personal to you. And you're taking them on the, these tours. I'm, I'm curious, you know, as you've done this now for a number of years, are you concerned that we're losing our history to Mother Nature and her elements as you go through, you know, walking back through all these steps? You know, there is a certain certain element of that, but it's my job as a guide or the job of any good guide to, to take people to these places and, and to tell the story and to show them that it hasn't changed that much and that you you do benefit greatly by actually standing on the ground and walking across the ground. And some small things have changed, but by and large, uh, the, the ground is pretty much the same as it was. I saw uh, we were watching some of the videos on the website, and folks, I would encourage you to do that if you're interested. Uh, the website is just stephenambrosetours.com. There's a number of videos on there that really show what you're doing and where you're going. And we really do respect what you're offering travelers. And we really appreciate you taking some time with us this weekend, Chris, to talk about the Stephen Ambrose Historical Tour. So thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You know, I think I would love to go on one of those tours that I've seen that yeah. they're offering. And, you know, I know our, our youngest son. Well, they uh, certainly would. It's nice to hear, though, that it's growing and people it, are still, you know, looking for that connection to our yeah, history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And our youngest son, he wants to go from Guernsey and take the yeah. boat ride across to Normandy. Normandy. So, mm-hmm. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, but there's more straight ahead. So stick with us, won't you? Rudy Max's World with the Carries returns in three minutes. by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. The standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. Cortisone. Antihistamine. Multiple creams. Antibiotics. Spray. Multiple prescriptions. Steroid injections. Spray. Sharp antibiotics. Steroid cream. No results. It was neglect. The other owners didn't care enough about him to take care of him and to give him the nutrition he needed. A nutritional supplement like Dinovite. To be the healthy, happy dog he is today. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Put some nutrition in your dog. The vet that I trust recommended Dinovite. The dog I have today, because of Dinovite, has a sparkle in his eye, a lush coat, healthy skin. When you rescue a dog... You've got to feed them right for life. Dynavite will make your dog a happy dog. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Okay, Kevin, for the grand prize of $1 million, what color is the White House? Um, I know this, I know this, I know this. Um, five seconds. Oh, Switching to Geico could save you a bunch of money on car insurance? Okay. Judges? That's true, Kevin. Bill and Owen, congratulations. You're a winner. Woo! 
GEICO. Because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Allergy congestion. Cut grass. Cat on the sofa. Dust in the carpet. Whenever allergy congestion makes you feel trapped, break through with Allegra D for 5-in-1 24-hour multi-symptom relief. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine with a powerful decongestant for fast relief that starts working in just one hour. Break through allergy congestion with Allegra D. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. At Mattress Firm, we admit we have lots of sales, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity so big, even we're impressed. Save up to 70% off famous name brands. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models from Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, and others. Everything must go to make room for the next generation of sleep products. So don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sleep and save like never before. Only at Mattress Firm. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash circulars. Product offer and prices may vary in Hawaii. Have you ever opened your electric bill and thought, whoa, is there a nuclear reactor in my basement that I don't know about? More likely, the culprit is the hard water in your home. The minerals in hard water can calcify in your pipes, decreasing the efficiency of your appliances and increasing your electric bill by as much as 48%. Instead, install a salt-based water softener in your home and you could save thousands. It's amazing what a little salt can do. Get a salt-based water softener at your local retailer and visit a littlesalt.org. A message from the Salt Institute. Get out the map, get out the map, lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. It's segment four now, folks. Mary and I, we welcome you back. And this is going to be a transition. We're going to go from military travel and history to tech. It's time to talk to the cyber guy. You see regularly on Fox News and Fox Business and elsewhere, Kirk Knutson. Before we do so, we want to share that we're sponsored by MyPillow.com. We do. Here's your chance to join the millions of people who are sleeping better because of their MyPillows. For a limited time, get a special four-pack of two premium MyPillows plus two go-anywhere travel MyPillows for 50% off. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, and enter promo code RUDY. Each MyPillow comes with a 10-year warranty not to go flat. They can be washed and dried. They include a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, and enter promo code RUDY, or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. All right. Kurt Knudsen is best known as Kurt the Cyber Guy. With his insider access to major tech launches and happenings, Kurt the Cyber Guy is one of the most trusted sources for expert insights and analysis on all things tech. We asked him to join us today to discuss transient smartphone blindness affecting travelers and some ways to avoid the middle seat on flights using technology. Hi, Kurt. Thanks for joining us on the show again. Hey, Mary, great to hear from you. Yeah, nice to have you back. So, Kurt, I think a lot of us have found ourselves um, on dark or low-lit planes using smartphones, iPads, uh, maybe at night in a hotel room on our smartphone, and we turn the lights off because we don't want to wake up our kids if they're in the same room. Or husband. Or husband, right. <laughs> I never do that. Um, Robert does. Right. <laughs> but we, so we found your coverage of the transient smartphone blindness a little uh, disconcerting, and I think we'd love to have you explain what that is for our listeners and maybe give us some tips on how to avoid it. it. You know, it is it is concerning, and it's also something that when you hear about it, you go, oh my gosh, did this ever happen to me? And I certainly don't want it to happen to me. So the New England Journal of Medicine came out with a study that showed 
essentially they, they tracked two different women who were making repeated visits to their doctor. And what they were going to the doctor for is they couldn't understand why at night they would have this onset of blindness in just one eye. And the doctors were scratching their heads and they were just baffled by the whole thing. And suddenly one of the doctors had this aha moment and said, wait a minute, I think I'm seeing some similarities of these two patients. And what they found out was that these two women were doing something very similar. They were using their bright smartphone in bed and either laying on their side where the pillow would cover one eye and then the other eye would be trained on the smartphone. Mm. Or for some reason, one eye was covered in the way that they were postured in bed. And this was the consistent thing they found. And the result of that happened to be that the light from the smartphone into one eye did something to our brain to cause this essentially what's called transient smartphone blindness to occur for about 15 minutes. And it's very scary because you all of a sudden you can't get out of that one eye. Right. The reality is it's simply from staring at a smartphone or a tablet Crazy. screen. So while what are, one eye is closed and experiencing darkness. What are some tips that people can can use to avoid right. it? Well, number one is don't do it. Don't don't right. cover yeah, one that would eye. Be a good one, right? Yes. If you're going to read your iPad or your your smart tablet in bed at night, make sure both eyes are open. And then now, for both uh, platforms, whether you have an iPad with iOS or a iPhone with iOS, it has um, that feature called Night Shift that you can activate so that the blue light that's a lot more threatening to our eye and keeps us up late, um, it, it's toned down, and then the, the screen looks almost like it's coated in um, a cream color. And that's on Android and, as well. I mean, I have that yeah, on my... Android yeah, has yeah, the same right, thing called yeah. night mode. Right. Uh, so that filters out the blue light. It knocks down the brightness, uh, and, and it'll reduce this kind of thing from happening. Transient smartphone ah, blindness. Yeah. Who, who knew with all this? And you do see that a lot. Exactly. You're traveling on planes and you're traveling. Yeah. On, so, And even if you're home, maybe you have a low light. You know, Kurt, I know we also wanted to talk to you about how to avoid the middle seat. Uh, we're really running out of time. We've only got about uh, 40 seconds left on this, so I think we're going to have to have you back for that. I know next hour we've, we're going to get into emails. We've got a woman who's asking, how do I avoid the middle seat? Can you give us something in 30 seconds real quick? Number one thing to do is to ask again and again and again at the airport, each different agent on how to get out of that middle seat and then use an app called Seat Alert from Expert Flyer and that you can get notified when the free seat opens up. Then you go ask the gate agent or ticket agent, hey, get me in that seat. And likely is when you ask, you receive. All right, and last thing, where do folks keep finding you on the web or social media? I'll just search for me on Facebook, watch me on Fox and Friends, or just go to cyberguy.com. Cyberguy.com. Kurt, enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Kurt. Hey, thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, there goes Kurt. Always good to talk to the cyber guy. It is. I wish we had more time with him. So next time, longer segment. All right, we're going to take a quick break, folks, uh, but don't go anywhere because there's more Rudy Max's World of the Carries straight ahead, starting in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. To 
To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back. Nice to have you here in Rudy Max's world. This portion with the carries, and this portion of the program is sponsored by our friends at the LifeLock. Federal tax scams are hot this time of year. Imposters posing as IRS agents or tax preparers preparers, sorry, try to steal your hard-earned money through an assortment of false communications. Scammers are using phishing, emails, social media, phone calls, threatening possible arrest, and counterfeit letters to trick you into giving up your personal data. Don't be fooled. Never click on links or reply to suspicious emails or give your info over the phone. Identity theft is America's fastest-growing crime. It happens when thieves use your information to pretend they're you. They can buy things on your credit, liquidate your bank accounts, or even get your retirement funds. LifeLock scans hundreds of millions of transactions each second, and if they detect your information being used, they send you an alert. Best of all, if you have a problem, a U.S.-based agent will work to fix it. And that's very different than free credit monitoring, which only alerts you to changes in your credit. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you'll save 10% if you use the promo code, which is my name, Rudy, R-U-D-Y. So you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to lifelock.com. Again, use promo code Rudy to save 10%. You'll also find a direct link at the radio show's website at rudymaxa.com if you look under sponsors. So there's this hotel, and well, it's a hotel group based in Sweden that has a rather unusual offer for couples. Um, this hotel group apparently believes that staying in the hotel is so romantic that you'll stay married in case you were thinking of not staying married. Anna Madsen is the marketing manager uh, who is responsible for this love guarantee at the Countryside Hotels in Sweden. That's an assembly, a group of uh, hotels. Ms. Madsen, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you so much. Okay. So Countryside Hotels was founded in 1983. It's about 41 independent, privately owned hotels um, in Sweden. And who came up with, well, first explain this special offer to couples. So um, we've been sending away couples for a romantic getaway since 83. So um, we figured that all our Countryside Hotels are so romantic. So um, if you get away, uh, we're so confident that you'll find time together, um, that we sort of dared to form this guarantee uh, so that if you get divorced within a year, um, we will pay you back up until two nights. <laughs> so, okay. So the guarantee is check into one of one of these countryside hotels. That's, again, the name of the group. And they, yep. they're both their castles, their inns, their manors, etc. Yeah. If you as a couple check in and after you check out, get divorced within the next year, you can send your bill back in and proof of divorce, and you'll refund their stay for that weekend, right? That is correct. Now, how long have you been offering this? So, actually, yesterday, it was just two weeks ago, we launched the, uh, the campaign. Have you had anyone that you know of check into any of your properties and, and, and mention this, this, this offer? No, we haven't. And I, to be honest, um, I'm not sure that we will, because this is the whole idea is to be proactive. To you know, sort of make people aware that time together is so important. Um, so True that. the idea is just to you know um, show the beautiful romantic places that we have and get people to just sort of um, get thinking about spending time together, get away from the kids, the bills, you know, the cleaning, and <laughs> just get away. Well, I'll second that emotion. Are you aware that there are some hotels, um, uh, one I know, I think in the Netherlands, and one in upstate New York in the United States? 
that are, they call themselves divorce hotels, and they offer couples who are divorcing the opportunity to check in. They have separate rooms, and they have massages, and they provide the hotel provides a counselor or an attorney to help them come to a peaceable agreement in a divorce. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. I haven't. Well, maybe that could be next year's promotion, Ms. Madsen. <laughs> yes, we have actually been contacted by lawyers um, who sort of want to also... Um, get involved in this idea and even you know if people do get divorced that we will have sort of the whole package afterwards but to be honest i i really don't think that anyone will use this guarantee <laughs> hopefully not so but but it was but it was a very good publicity gimmick and it certainly gives your hotels some uh, uh well something for people to talk about them as we are right uh, now, um, yeah, I, I, I can't believe nobody's mentioned it to you, though. I mean, I think a couple would find it quite amusing. What is what's so darn romantic about your hotels? Well, they are all uh, in the countryside. Um, nice. Practically, almost everyone has some sort of lake or seaside um, presence. Um, they're all privately owned. They're quite small. Everyone is, is unique. They have a story to tell. The owners are very much involved in the business. So you get a very personal atmosphere and sort of like a way, a home away from home. Um, and, and some hotels don't have TV. So, you know, you, you don't, and, and the food and wine are I know. just I know. <laughs> well, so. I think I think it's a very clever idea, and it's certainly a way to say that your hotels are romantic. But I get a, a kick out, and I like it a lot more than the divorce hotels. But I thank you so much for joining us, Miss Madsen. Thank you so much. Anna Madsen's in Sweden. She's the marketing manager who's responsible for this love guarantee at the Countryside Hotel Group in Sweden. Uh, the website, I believe, is countrysidehotels.se, and you can find out more about that. Although I suppose if you get divorced, the 400 bucks or 500 bucks you spend for a weekend in a Countryside Hotel will pale in comparison to your legal fees for your divorce. Anyway, we're coming to the end of the first hour here in Rudy Max's World with the Carry. Some of our stations, very few, fortunately, leave us after the first hour. If you are saying goodbye, we'll see you again here same time next week from Ireland. For the rest of our stations, we'll be right back in about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.